Hello, and welcome back to Castle Lingus. I am Daniel, and with me, as always, via Skype, is... Lindsay, hi. Oh, boy, come on, have a little more enthusiasm. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, I don't know why you set it up. I like, just, I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited that oh. you're here. I, I, I miss you. We well. haven't talked in like three weeks. Oh, Because we true. only talk during the podcast. <laughs> no, I texted you from I know, vacation. I, I just didn't tell you all the things that I'm going to talk about. Ghost vacation. Um, yeah, ghost vacation. It wasn't. That isn't why I went to these places. I wasn't like Look. ghost tours. <laughs> you don't but, have to. This is a safe space, okay? These people I know. get it. I mean, I went and did, like, I purposely did a few activities related to ghosts because ghost tours are fun as hell. But I didn't, uh, I didn't nice. pick. Yeah, nice. I didn't pick <laughs> these places because of ghosts. I think put you it might. that way. Uh, look, uh, you, you don't have to be coy with us. <sighs> all right, all right, guys. I joined the cast. It's all for of you guys. Ghost encounters with those bros because I'm going to marry all three of them at once. Uh, yeah, it's a polyamorous. Hot, that's why hot, you have all those tribal sex. tattoos now. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, it. I straightened my hair because, God forbid. Yeah, Keep yeah, it yeah. the way it is. It looks stupid. Um, yeah, those guys, you know, they're just so cool. Yeah. So, yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm doing now. It's my life. I quit my job. I don't work in nonprofits anymore. Fuck that. I mean, they're kind of a nonprofit, right? Um, I don't know. They probably make some money yeah, from whatever some whatever good. dumb channel decided to sign them. It's I probably... can't imagine what their audience actually is. Like, do people... I think like it's just everybody show. hate watching it. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I don't know how it could be anything else. Because yeah. they are, oh, they're terrible. You guys should definitely watch it. Hate watch it. It's really funny. It's I terrible. Think you guys should definitely watch it. You should definitely watch it. I was hoping they had an episode on Rapid City, but they don't. No. Oh, you know, no. I should take that back. I didn't actually look. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> addendum. <laughs> addendum. I just lied. Uh, no, the hotel I stayed in in Rapid City, um, d- it was on a different ghost show, and I looked that up on Netflix, and that wasn't on Netflix, so I didn't bother looking for anything else. Yeah, so let's get into it. What was the okay. itinerary? I mean, what Oh, you, sure, yeah. Uh, this I mean, is, is I've, you know, this is probably even as, as entertaining as telling people your dreams, so mm-hmm. I'll just tell you guys about my vacation. <laughs> Strap on or strap it. Oh, Jesus. Well, I just want them to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I just want okay. them to know it's your fault. That this, is <laughs> this is a terrible, yeah, I it's a terrible been on vacation. Sure. I've been toiling away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know the basic outline. I went to South Dakota and went to um, the Badlands and Devil's Tower and Jewel Cave and Deadwood and the Black Hills. I mean, South Dakota, you guys, okay. It's so underrated. It was mm. awesome. It's so beautiful. Well, it and they're be overrated, that's for sure. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it, yes. Um, it it was, oh, man. Like, there were different landscapes everywhere we went. And, like, we stayed in Rapid City but drove to these other places. And, like, the longest drive was, like, an hour and a half. Hmm. And all these places are right there. It was crazy. I mean, Devil's Tower is in Wyoming, but um, it's like right over the border. Mm. But I mean, it was it was so cool. And the other thing that I mean, South Dakota is really it's beautiful, just straight up and sparsely populated, obviously. But it was like everywhere we went, the primary culture was like old white guy on a motorcycle, completely decked nice. out. And you know the Sturgis bike rally, but I didn't. The Sturgis bike rally isn't until. 
it's next weekend, I think. Or Is maybe it was in South Dakota. Yeah, so, oh, no. well, thank God, yeah. I mean, I've okay, heard so of it, Stur- but I didn't know where yeah, it was. Yeah, Sturgis is pretty close to Deadwood in the Black Hills. So the Black Hills are, like, in the southwest corner of the state. Um, but it's, like, the biggest motorcycle rally in the world or in the states. I doubt there's a bigger one than, you know, somewhere else because U.S. But anyway, um, I guess their 75th anniversary is this year or something. But it's just, it's a big like Harley culture out there. It was pretty cool because I'm not usually around old guys head to toe in leather, you know, like on bikes, but like a bunch of women too. It was so, it was funny, but it was like extremely white. And like, we of course like ate out a lot and it was like meat and potatoes straight up or like put together a weird dinner. If you don't want to eat meat, it was just like totally weird like that. Um, so yeah, but there are a lot of like Rand Paul supporters out there. But I mean, everybody was super nice. It was it was really weird, but awesome. And Rapid City is cool as hell. It's a Main Street uh, community, but it's a really like a really cool city. A total mm. surprise. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's the background on that. But <clears throat> I wanted to tell you guys about the hotel. So I know we've been teasing this, right? And I told you about my coworker. <laughs> yeah, ooh, Rapid City teasers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this hotel, the Hotel Alex Johnson, is a really cool, beautiful historic hotel in downtown Rapid City. It's kind of like Tudor revival, and in the interior, uh, like the main hall, is like a um, you know 1930s like hunter's den. Like it looks like that. You know, it's so goofy, but they have these um, the no- notorious hauntings. And uh, they they advertise like a ghost tour that you can go on, which is basically like you go to the front desk, and if the val if one of the valets isn't busy, he'll take you to like <laughs> take you around the hotel. Right? <laughs> so, um, so I have a couple of ghost stories, but I won't tell you all of them at once. We'll just like tease it out, right? Um, but <laughs> so yeah, they uh, the Alex Johnson was the guy who built the hotel in like seven or. Um, Man, he named and, it after himself. Yeah, what a dork. Uh, yeah, that's a <laughs> yeah. little. Hmm. What a dork. Um, he lived on the third floor with his daughter, mm. and they had like adjoining rooms, right? Mm. And she died at some point, and I forget how. Probably <laughs> to be, seems probably likely. To be, <laughs> look, Dick. Like <laughs> 1927 is not that long ago. Yeah, you're uh, right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she was, I don't know, she died as a kid, right? Oh. Um, But it was probably diphtheria or some shit like that. I don't remember. I don't know if this guy told us or not. Oh, by the way, I should tell you. I wish the guy was actually here to tell you these stories because our our guide was, like, maybe 20 and really into it and really sweet. It was fun. It was hmm. just, like, over the top. Um, anyway, so, yeah, the guy lived on the third floor with his daughter. His daughter died. And, um... She haunts the haunts the hotel. She's the one that my coworker thought she saw in the hallway. I already told oh, that story, so I'm not going to yeah, tell it again. But it was yeah, actually a real person, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, people see her sometimes, and she runs up and down the halls, knocking on doors. Like oh, she's oh, like a little. Pr- <laughs> I was going to say little prankster, but yeah, little shit. I'm trying to sleep in here, pay good money. Um, but that happened, and his so the, their rooms are still like open for renting or whatever um but his room people uh 
have heard him talking in the room, right? So there was like a maintenance guy who was coming to install an air conditioner and the room was supposed to be empty. And he knocks on the door and the guy, Alex or whatever, like come in, AJ. right? And AJ, stage AJ name. for short, yeah. And the so the maintenance guy goes in, thinking like, oh, that's weird, somebody's in here, but no one was in there. Uh-huh. Ooh, the other thing he does apparently, and this this is what our tour guide told us ha- has happened to almost everybody who works there. When you're on the elevator, it's like some janky ass old, old elevator, old buildings, you know. Like, why even keep them around? Kidding. Um, sometimes all the buttons will turn on. Hmm. Like you'll see like a depression in the buttons and all the buttons for every floor will go on. Cause this, this guy and his daughter are dickheads. <laughs> they just fuck with you and you're staying there. Um, or sometimes it'll just randomly open on the third floor. Just like you're on the elevator and ksh, opens and no one's there. It, and then is that the, does the elevator have the blood that comes out? Is that? Yeah. It comes yeah. rushing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like every time you go to the third floor, just blood. <laughs> That's odd. But Usually the blood gets off on five. <laughs> oh, boy. Simpsons <laughs> reference. Oh, see, yeah, I, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've watched that show. Uh, I got to send you the Treehouse of Horror episodes. The first oh, couple. I, I do like those. Oh, those, the were, best. those are really good. The Shining um, parody. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm. that's all I can think about when you talk about this haunted hotel. Oh, really? Yeah, kind of. Oh, you know, haunted well. hotel. The other thing well, you guys should know about this, this ho- uh, am I misspeaking that is this not, I feel like I read or maybe you told me or someone that this was where, now maybe it's a different place. I, I heard somewhere about the hotel that Stephen King stayed in when he wrote The Shining and that's like what that, that's what the Overlook is based on, but maybe yeah, it's not this that's, hotel. No, that's in Estes Park in Colorado. So that's oh, actually, okay. Okay. that's where Rocky Mountain National Park is. Hmm. Look at yeah. you. Fat. I was there. I was there too. I went what? to South Dakota and then I went to Colorado. Hey, yeah. Could you, I, didn't, I think that's trademarked. I was there what? too. Oh boy. Big shout sorry. out to me. I was there sorry. too. Yeah. Hey man. Really sorry about that. I hope we can get him could on. We avoid that phrase. Yeah. Uh, no, I went, I went there too on this vacation, ah, the Colorado, sense. but I wanted to save the Colorado stories for another time. My um, mistake. Cause mm. I also have some stories from then. Just going to um, see myself out. I'm so yeah. Sorry. See you later. Mm. Listen up, guys. It's just you and me. How are you been waiting for? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, no, the, but the funny thing about the Alex Johnson, they do those um, haunted packages, you know, so you can like <laughs> sounds spooky. Yeah. yeah, so you can uh, yeah, you can pay an extra hundred dollars and you get free <laughs> valet, but then you also get like a little EKG meter or whatever the hell those are called. <laughs> Yeah, nice. you get one. Isn't that stupid? Pay an extra hundred dollars, yeah. and some bellhop will put a sheet over his head and knock on your door <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> a really short one, so you think it's the little girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No. Okay. So let me tell you this one too. It's juicy. So the guy, um, I forget what his name was. It was something like you know Chad, or <laughs> let's just call him Chad. It sounds good. So yeah, he looked like a Chad. He was very nice though. Um, Chad Johnson. So, he was telling us, so when they were filming that, uh, not the bro ghost encounters or whatever, but the, like, the, I guess, you legit one. I don't, I don't know. Sci-fi has one of those shows. Sure, they sure. They filmed at the Hotel Alex Johnson, and they haven't been able to, um, to use the footage for any, uh, for any, like, promotional stuff 
well, no, let me take that back. They did, they did run, you know, run the episode of the show, but there's footage that they have that they can't use because one of the, um, the employees won't sign off on it because she won't answer any calls or any, um, emails or anything. So she was the night desk person on the night of the filming, this young woman. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, I don't know what they do at night at, at the front desk, but she was just like, you know, doing paperwork or whatever. And her, like, we had a little cup of pens in front of her. Mm-hmm. The cup of pens, like, flew off and flew off the desk. Like, it popped Ooh. up and over and, like, spilled pens everywhere. That's the sound pens make when they say everywhere. Um, That's the sound and then, and then her. everywhere, too. <laughs> What? Nothing. (laughs) Not worth repeating. That's probably gross. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Then her chair started spinning. What? Like, yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. So she like freaked out. So I guess this guy said like a lot of them have seen the footage, but they can't use it. So the chair started spinning, and she just took off. Like she left the hotel. She locked it behind her. Like she was the only person working. I think it. I think I don't think there were any guests that night. Because they were doing the filming or something. It wasn't like she left anybody in danger because she didn't. But <laughs> right, yeah, right. right she's right, like, right. bye, motherfuckers. I'm not going to do it. So with long. <laughs> Good luck. See ya. No, but she left, yeah, she left the hotel, locked it, and they got there in the morning and they were like, oh, this is weird. Like, where is she? Why is everything locked up? Um, and then they watched the footage and uh, they haven't so been they able just like left the cameras, but they, there was no crew there either. Yeah. Right. I like see. they, I, I bet they do that over like, I, who knows how long they film those things to try right, to get right, something right. that is completely it's inconclusive. Like 10 days that they edited <laughs> yeah, right. 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So she, they haven't heard from her. She won't answer anybody's calls so they can't get the okay to use Ooh, it for anything. We got to get her on this podcast. Yeah, right. No, I doubt it. That poor woman. She's, I mean, I get it that, like, that would be terrifying, but it's not like a real person hurt you, you know? She's yeah. just like, no. Like, if I no. talk, they might come after me. Yeah, nah, right. I don't know I mean, maybe. Do, I don't but, know. Eh. Yeah. Who am I yeah. to say? I'm still <laughs> yeah. waiting for Inez Clark to fucking show up at my oh, God. apartment. <laughs> She's like in your backpack. <laughs> that was spooky. I, know, I, I can't even look at the blog post. <laughs> like when I, <laughs> I like scroll past that picture real fast, like the close oh, up of her face. That's <laughs> that's really funny. Anyway, if you guys want to haunt your computer, uh, yeah, <laughs> check that out. Yeah, check out the blog post Dana put up. It was all visual aids. Ugh. And as Clark, it was probably the scariest grave I've ever seen. Mm. Aside from that, like what was it called? Eternal Silence. Oh yeah, Ooh. that's pretty spooky too. Yeah. I was thinking. Uh, you know, next time you're in D.C., if that ever happens anytime soon, maybe we could go down to Old Rock Creek Church and yeah. say hey to the Adams Memorial. Mm-hmm. I'd be into that. Yeah, I passed by the cemetery the other day, but I didn't stop in. Mm-hmm. So I'm saving it up yeah. for, for you guys. Yeah. yeah. For oh, the yeah. folks at home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, I have more, but I figured we could pause on me, and if you wanted to... Who, me? Yeah, if you want to tell one. So I don't have any of my own. I haven't been haunted in the last couple of weeks. So mm. uh, but I do have some stories hour. that I've uh, aggregated from the mm. uh, internet. And uh, I'm going to be cruising in at uh, 500 feet. And, uh, oh. Mm. <laughs> my, my airplane pilot voice. Oh, wow. Uh, so good. Anyway. 
So these are some ones that I don't have permission to read, but I'm going to just credit to the authors and uh, hope you guys will pay the legal fees. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's right. Anyway, this one is called The TV Game from Reddit Ghost Stories by (laughs) Lerman Lurs. It's like Lemon Lulls, I think, but like Lerman Lulls. Like it's a er instead of a u. Oh, I like. I think that's funny when people do that. I it do too. Sounds funny. I'm just not sure how I should say it, but mm-hmm. hopefully I'm doing it justice. <clears throat> so now I will be uh, in character as Lerman Lulz. <laughs> so this isn't me, guys. Just mm-hmm. uh, suspend your disbelief. I know it sounds like me, but uh, it's not. Okay, here it goes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. This happened to me when I was in high school, I believe during my sophomore year. My family lived in an old building in downtown Richmond. It had been built before the Civil War and was used for a number of purposes over the years. A warehouse, several different kinds of manufacturings, and was even a bakery at one point. The doors to the main bakery oven still hang in the lobby, and there are scorch marks all over the bricks of the central elevator shaft, which was once the oven's chimney vent. So it was an old building, very large and somewhat creepy despite the constant bright lights of the central atrium. Shortly before we moved in a development company, oh, surely before we moved in, a development company oh had boy. taken it over. I swear to God, I read this oh yesterday. Boy. To like, but oh boy, Daniel. I should have edited it. Like, uh, you know, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. let me just trash talk. I'll this hang story in for a I, minute longer, but if you fuck up again, recover, I'm recover, recover, out of here. Okay, here it goes. Mm. Shortly <laughs> before we moved. In a development company, <laughs> I did that one on purpose, uh, had oh. taken it over and converted it into modern industrial loft units. Typical. Oh. Each unit opened to the inside atrium, which echoed horribly every time someone left their door, let their door close behind them. My family was quite large, and we had been living in our single unit loft for about a year. When we decided I was imagining we... them all looking like those mucinex goblins. <laughs> Why? Like our family was quite large. Like, quite large. Like, like chubby blobs of mucus. That was my mucinex right. voice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And actually, well, right. yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't want to give any spoilers, but oh. they might turn into mucus monsters at the end. Just, just a tip. My favorite kind of ghost story. That's right. Uh, They had been living in there. You should be. No, that's the best part. That's Mm -hmm. the best part. Um, Yeah. My family was quite large. Yes, that's right. In parentheses, blobs of mucus. Blobs of mucus. (laughs) And uh, had been living in our single unit loft for about a year when we decided we needed more space and purchased the neighboring unit. So that's like the other nostril. Um, yeah. We then right. proceeded oh, to yeah. knock out a wall, oh deviated God. septum, <laughs> which was in my brother's room, in order to combine the two units. So this is now a person that just has one big nostril. One big nostril. Disgusting. Isn't that the life? Wouldn't you rather just have one big nostril? I don't know. Like, I feel like more boogies get in there because you have two little sure, ones. Yeah, but if, if there it was were more a big space, one, you could scoop it out with a spoon. Yeah, like a, like or a tiny just, little spoon. You probably just wouldn't have as many. You think? I don't know. <laughs> We're getting a little in, too into the weeds on this. Let's get an ENT on the line, and uh, we'll get them on. We'll get them on here to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, great, definitely, great. definitely. Everybody's uh, favorite kind of interview with an ENT. Yeah. What would you? What do you think would happen? If What's I had your one favorite kind of booger? <laughs> oh man, I wonder what's if they better? Have, like cumulonimbus clouds. Like, are there different kinds yeah. of boogers? Like the little I'm flat, sure dry th- ones. And I'm then, yeah. I'm oh sure man, there are. maybe we I should mean, do that interview. <laughs> That would be interesting. We'll get the night, then, night lady from the hotel. 
and the ENT. Yeah. We'll yeah. get them in a room together. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Sparks are going to fly, guys. Yeah, I'll shake them up. It's maybe going to be a love connection, too. Ooh, baby. Mm-hmm. After hours, we could, mm-hmm. that, we could have them talk about numbers. Uh, numbers. <laughs> yeah, that was numbers. a good time. <laughs> yeah. Kinky it's basically numbers. threes and kinky, kinky numbers. numbers. Come on. Basically have a little respect eights, for the but, canon. Yeah. yeah, sorry. That was canonical. So that's oh a real boy. Thing. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't support this kind of talk. Uh, uh, you don't support canons? Just that like that <laughs> concept in relation to this. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I, <laughs> I think man. it's probably offensive to people who've actually created art. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is art. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I mean, what you do is technical, but it's like my uh-huh. part is like, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I just show up and, ugh, you know. You're anyway. just like running errands right now, right? You're just out running errands. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> That's on right. The bus yeah. right now. I'm picking my nose and looking at it and trying to trying name to them. And, figure out which and ones like, accumulated yeah, in this booger. Yeah, I'm putting them in different plastic bags with labels so Great. that the guy can tell me. Yeah. Can't or maybe wait. it's a woman. It could be a woman at EMT. Ooh, you boy, know? you really Shh, showing your true colors right there. Oh God. Uh. Oh boy, I'm not even qualified to do a free podcast. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could get canceled if you keep that up. Shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Finish your story about the closet. I would love to. Um, <laughs> so my room remained in the first loft while my step-siblings were moved over into the second loft with our laundry room and living room, as well as my stepfather's workshop. These places sound huge. That's awesome. Uh, I mean, God, get to the point, you know? I never really liked the second loft. During most of the week, my step-siblings were staying with their mother, and so it was eerily quiet if the television wasn't on. I didn't often go into it unless the rest of the family was in the living room, too. Whenever I was in the second loft, I had an eerie feeling of being watched. As I mentioned before, for the majority of the time, the second loft was empty, yet whenever I passed through the thresholds separating the lofts, it felt as though I wasn't entirely alone. It's worth mentioning that hanging from the top of the threshold, facing the second loft, was a Mexican mask that, according to tradition, is used to ward off evil spirits. Mm. Hmm. I don't know if if it really works, but I cannot deny that passing beneath it, one could sense an undeniable change in energy between the units. I honestly felt comforted by that goofy thing. Anyway, following the combining of our lofts, we began a series of construction projects in order to make mine and my siblings' rooms more comfortable. The first alteration to take place was the addition of a sleeping platform in my bedroom. Hmm. In order for it to be built, I and all of my things took up temporary residence in the second loft. In the living room. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I wasn't all too thrilled about it but i didn't want to put up a fuss because i knew my parents would scoff at me and i'd never hear the end of it well and how about because they're fucking making the house bigger maybe you don't need to whine about stuff they're making your bedroom cool so they only had two units that they combined they must be really big and these people i mean most of those conversion lofts are not cheap so these people are probably pretty wealthy yeah i mean the whole tone of this guy's i'm guessing it's a guy i am going to go out on a limb there but, oh, God, what a whiner. I hope a ghost visits him. Let's see what happens, shall we? Let's see. From the first night, I began feeling very freaked out by my new surroundings. Despite the fact that I never slept with the lights on in my own room anyway, the second loft somehow seemed darker with the lights out. In order to comfort myself, I decided to keep on our large television on with the volume off all night. When I woke up in the morning, it was off. 
Has he never seen Poltergeist? Yeah, I know, right? That's a terrible idea. Big mistake. Eh, There might be a ghost in here. I better leave some static TV off. (laughs) What an idiot. Has that remake (laughs) come out yet, by the way? Oh, I don't know. I hope not. It doesn't look good. No offense. Isn't Sam Rockwell in it, though? I mean... Yeah, love him. Mm. And I think... Uh, like Rosemary DeWitt might be in that too. Oh, I love her too. Yeah. I, I'm gonna see it. I don't care. I might be misspeaking here. Yeah, you. No, probably she are. is second build. Mm, right after Sam Rockwell. Sexism oh. in Hollywood is alive and well. Mm. Hope they well. <sighs> anyway, maybe they kiss. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, what was I? I'm sorry. Uh, the dumbass uh, left his. Yes, that's right. Uh, so when he woke up in the morning, it was off. I assumed my mother had simply turned it off at some point when she came in to check on me, but she insisted that she hadn't, and I must have rolled over onto the remote or something. The same television game continued for a couple days. I turned it on before bed and would wake up to it off. Only my mom always swore she didn't turn it off, and yet the remote was always left either on the coffee table, the floor, the entertainment center, or somewhere else. Never on my mattress. Then one night, I turned on the TV left the volume on, and went into the kitchen to get a snack. Behind me, I could hear the TV blaring away until suddenly it stopped. I froze and felt an undeniable sense of dread wash over me. I turned my head towards the threshold to the other loft and indeed saw that it was pitch black. The TV was off. I debated with myself as to whether or not I should just cut my losses and sleep in the upstairs library instead of going back into the terror nest that was my temporary Uh, residence. I hate this person. Man. I don't, I don't hate anybody, but this is, I would love to look up this building. I wish they said the name of the building. I would love to see like some photos. Oh my God. Um, Anyway, Mm -hmm. surprisingly, even to myself, I found the courage to return to the other loft. Defiantly. Thank God. I'm so (laughs) glad you found the courage. (laughs) dipshit so much I'm sorry I mean it's just this kind of shit like from the beginning the tone was like oh my family was just too big so mommy and daddy (laughs) once we got back from the cave I I neatly tied my cardigan around my shoulders (laughs) and stepped through Uh, the threshold I was getting my tennis racket restrung with (laughs) unicorn hair (laughs) unicorn hair wow that's probably good stuff Good pro tip. I, I, it's the strongest thing you Life can Life hack, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Gets me, if you want a strong tennis racket, it's never going to break. Hmm. Unicorn hair. Anyway, so, okay, so he found he found somewhere. So he gets he the courage. Deep, found the yep. courage. Okay. Defiantly, I stepped through the threshold. Oh, Jesus. Defiantly. <laughs> Marched over to the remote uh! and flipped the television back on. It blared to life once again, and I settled in, snack in hand, admittedly with a lamp on as well. If there's a lamp, why are you leaving the goddamn TV on instead God. of just put the lamp on? Like, what? <laughs> About 15 minutes or so later, it suddenly shut off again. Then, as I was reaching again for the remote, it came back on. My heart was pounding. I leapt to my feet and walked briskly towards the threshold as the TV again shut off. I told my parents what was happening, and they dismissed it as an electrical anomaly of some sort. They instructed me to just go to bed and leave them alone. I surprised myself once again when I somehow worked up the courage to... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to return to that demon hole. <laughs> I, uh, I like the other part. How his parents just told him to leave him alone. Fuck off. <laughs> Classic. Go talk to the nanny. We're busy. <laughs> I'm counting our gold coins. <laughs> I could hear the TV blaring again as I neared the threshold. And as I settled in once more, the TV shut off one final time. Knock it off, I demanded, trying to sound as confident even as my voice wavered a bit. <laughs> Immediately, as if it were following instructions, 
the TV turned on, and I was on my feet and out of the unit again in two seconds flat. Even now, as I write this some seven years later, I can still feel my hair stand up as I recall the horrible feeling that an unseen force was following me through the living room. The force was gone the instant I passed the threshold, and I decided to sleep in the library for the duration of construction. I never saw a figure, no mist, heard no voices, but the television never again took on a life of its own. We moved away a few years later to a small house in the country. That beautiful, goofy, dumb devil mask is still with us, and I won't let my mom put him away. We've been in the new house for a few years now, and I'm thankful that whatever was in the second unit didn't follow us here. Well, I'm bummed it didn't follow him. Dipshit. <laughs> Wait, scroll down. P.S.S. I've been eaten by a ghost and I'm dead. Oh, great. Yeah. Great ending. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. So the Poltergeist movie did come out. It came oh. out in May. Did oh, anybody geez. see that? Oh, no. I didn't even know it was out. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. And it was like on my radar, too. Boy. Oh, man. Too bad. Maybe that was like its Sundance release or something and not wide release. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So hold on a second. Can we go back to this guy? So he, if he's scared of the TV, why did he keep turning it back on? Right. Like, just get a just night Just do something else. Go outside. Live a life. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. You want to take a little break and talk about some more ghosts? <laughs> sure. Stick I mean, I'm, I'm fine, but if you can't handle it, like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. A break yeah. will be fine. Yeah, all right. Cool. Cool. I love a good ghost story as much as the next fellow. We're back. <laughs> I have another. Yeah. Uh, I have my second Rapid City story I want to tell you guys about. Uh, the Hotel Alex Johnson. It's not about a ghost. Although I do have another ghost story from the hotel. But we came back from going to Jewel Cave, which is one of the biggest caves in the world. I think it's the third biggest cave in the world so far. It's total, It's not completely mapped yet either. It's pretty cool. Brag. We come back. We come back. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I got four National Parks passport stamps this trip, and Damn. I'm pretty jazzed about it. Yeah, anyway. It's actually pretty cool. It's They're cool as hell. You know, at this party, side note, at this party I went to last night, um, somebody brought up all the national parks in Ohio. Hmm. And I actually have not gotten any of the Ohio stamps. There's wow. even one in Dayton. And I wow. am it's a complete asshole and I haven't gotten it. I know. I'm just a piece of shit. Amateur <laughs> out. Uh, but a lot of people at the party had one too. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Whoa, guys. And these are like my best friends in Chicago. And I didn't know this. I was just like, wow, we really need to talk more. Because how did we not know this about each other? Let's look at our stamp books. Anyway. Whatever, I got four stamps. So I pull up after we go to Jewel Cave, right? And I go in to check in, and I come back out, and my friend is standing by the car. You know, I think that's Kevin Costner. (laughs) And I turn to look, and there is this humongous black caddy SUV from California, California plates. Hmm. Standing next to the caddy is Kevin fucking Costner, okay? The man himself. (laughs) Postman, postman, oh, Robin Hood, God bodyguard, 
Field is it really the postman? Yeah, it is. Yes. Oh, oh, that would have been great. Ugh. The mailman. Screwed it up again. <laughs> That would have been no. my greatest moment uh, of podcasting. Uh, yeah. yep. well, Not today, guys. You could yeah. just you could put it you could put it in there. Yeah, it's let's fine. Do that. Kevin Costner, like for real, it was actually him. He's, okay. He's tall. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. you always figure like movie stars are like five six with really big heads. Yeah. Do you remember when Paul Rudd filmed that movie in DC and Paul Rudd's like completely cute and wonderful and all that, but he's tiny and his head was like and you know, man. probably 50 pounds. Like, He's just very huge. slim. That's yeah, cool. but no, Kevin is like tall and hot and all that stuff. Hmm. And he has like a bunch of little kids and like his hot German wife. Anyway, hmm. cool. so we were like, oh, cool. Kevin Costner's staying at the Hotel Alex Johnson as well. And he was. He was what? staying there. Um, we saw him like no fewer than five more times when we were just staying Just down there. at the breakfast. Like, <laughs> no, there wasn't a breakfast. Just right. like he was around. He has a golden doodle that he walks a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and at one point, he was wearing like a like a Cool Max shirt. <laughs> you know mm, those like yeah. t-shirts that dads wear. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, Dude, I yeah. Uh, the you have a Cool Max shirts, shirt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you probably didn't wear the one that he was wearing. It was one of those super shiny like white ones. Was it like collared too? No, no? Okay. it had like Good. one of those Good. thick like ba- you know like uh, like crew neck with like a thick collar anyway mm. um no but the the best interaction right so we we were like waiting at the elevator to go upstairs and the doors open and there's like a, a group of people that are on one of the ghost tours and the valet that it gave our tour was leading that one too and we were like oh whatever and then at the back of the elevator was kevin costner and his dog and his like little little kid <laughs> and as the doors are closing he's like oh hey i think that's the haunted tour I was like, oh, shit, Kevin, like, why didn't you come with us? Kevin, oh. Kevin. And it, it, like, they give you, you know, like hotels do, right? They give you a parking pass, and you're, you're only, like, the hotel guests are only allowed to park at the top level of the parking garage that's, like, down the street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we go to get our Ford Fiesta the next morning to drive to whatever solid park we were choice. going to. That solid Yeah, choice. it was solid. It was solid. Uh, and parked right across from us was Kevin's caddy. Kekos. Kevin's caddy, yeah. Oh, I get it. Right, yeah, right there. It was really funny. The other thing that's funny about Rapid City, right? So they filmed Field, or not Field of Dreams, Dances with Wolves, like 15 miles from Rapid City in the prairie. It's Field gorgeous. Of wolves. Field of Wolves, that's yes. Um, Dances with Wolves 2 is currently being filmed in Rapid City. Um, Wait, is anyway. it really? No. Oh, thank God. No, but it was filmed there, and like they the studio just left the buildings they had built for the movie, like pieces of shit, whatever. They left these there. Some weirdo bought the buildings and moved them to this one site that's like just, you know, a couple miles south of Rapid City. And you can go to this weird little park that has these like random buildings from the movie, right? No one is there. You just go. They also have like a dinner theater thing, like oh boy. yeah, like they serve it on tin plates and tin cups and shit. I was hoping that Kevin came into town so he could like surprise people at the <laughs> the dinner. We didn't go to that, but anyway, Kevin Costner. You didn't have to. You had the real in the deal. flesh, you know. And we watched when I got to Colorado and was hanging out with my family. We watched part of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> that was one of my favorite Why? movies as a kid. Oh, you know what? Boy. I'm sorry. He's not a great actor. I'll put it that way, but. It is like it's a completely entertaining movie. 
Alan oh, Rickman is like it. chewing right through the scenery. Oh, Morgan Freeman's great. in it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it was. It's great. And then that fucking uh, that Brian Adams song with the like the interlude every Ugh. time made Marion. I loved it. Oh, it was no, so thanks. Into it. it was great. <laughs> it was great. Uh, yeah. You know, I just looked up Kevin Costner and mm-hmm. I have a horrifying twist to your to your story. He's, oh God, he's been dead for ten <gasps> years. I knew it. <laughs> Was this ghost? Was the dog dead too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I thought you'd be more excited, man. I was like saving that tidbit. <laughs> Kevin Costner. I mean, it's pretty cool. <laughs> the oh, mailman Jesus. himself. <laughs> God damn it! <sighs> oh boy, oh, he boy. is a, in a country rock band. Maybe he was oh, playing gross. with them out there. Probably no. He has a. Uh, we looked him up after. He has a casino in Deadwood. Huh. And his parents lived there. He didn't. He wasn't raised there though. He was raised. In Compton. Nice. <laughs> oh, God. You, did you see they're making like a documentary about NWA? It's called Straight Out of Compton, I think. Good. I name. hope Kevin Costner's in it, too. I really, oh, man. Oh, yeah, Costner's I knew those favorite. guys. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm a little bit older, but, you know, I had a very similar experience. Oh, man. Was so. he rocking a soul patch when you saw him? Uh no, he had a beard. Boy, because I'm seeing a lot of pictures of him with a soul patch. <laughs> I mean, he's not—he's not like cool, okay. <sighs> but he's kind of cool. The other thing that was cool is that nobody gave a shit. No yeah, one was yeah, paying yeah, yeah, any yeah. attention at all, and they were just like, "Well, yeah, Kev's back." You know, nobody cared. It was oh, awesome. Hey, hey Casey, yeah. what up? Yeah. Well, and like people that I've been telling, why don't you get a picture? I hate that kind of shit. Oh, like this no. dude is just. Hanging out with his dog and his family. I'd only get a picture if it was someone I re- like really, really wanted to, like you know, like Sam Human or something. Like, oh yeah, I probably like, couldn't. Dude, yeah. look, I have this podcast. I gotta get a picture <laughs> with you. They're they're gonna kill me if I don't. Yeah. My my listener is the gonna be really upset. Out there, yeah, they're gonna <laughs> all one of you. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, boy. Yeah. Oh, but I do have one other ghost story from uh, Alex Johnson. Okay. So when you get there and they're giving you the ghost stories, the mm-hmm. third and the eighth floors are the ones that are the most spooky, apparently. Which, yeah. how a ghost can't travel floor to floor is beyond me, right? <sighs> I don't have time to they're explain missed. this to you. They're Lindsay. like, not well, first of all, not real. <laughs> it's Second probably all, a free repeater. <laughs> like, they just, re- like, it's wherever, like, you know, things happen in the ghost's real life, you know? Like, I, yeah, you know. I mean, that's always how it's right? But oh, so boy. there was, so on the eighth floor, there mm. are frequent sightings of a young woman in a, in a white dress. Um, in white. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep, go on. Um, <laughs> and, uh, side, note, side note, have you ever watched that canoe, yeah, uh, the canoe all dancing the video? Time. Okay. <laughs> Every oh, my God. single day. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, we're going to put that up <laughs> on the. And did you see the Portlandia spoof on it? No. Oh, my I don't really, God. I don't really regularly watch that show. I know it's I love great, it. but. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. I'll send you. Okay, I'll send you that. You guys should watch it. It's so funny. Okay. Anyway, uh, so this lady in white, mm-hmm. you see her on the floor sometimes. She uh, apparently is the ghost of a young woman who, um, on the night of her or the night before she was going to get married, or maybe it was the night of her wedding because she was in a wedding dress. She jumped from a window in the hotel on, uh, from the eighth floor, died. And what is curious about that story is that her fiancé wasn't seen after, the, after, the, after she jumped. Like, he wasn't at the scene. 
he wasn't around. No one ever heard from him again. This guy just disappeared. Yes. So, of course, there are conspiracy theories that she was murdered by this piece of shit. Anyway, or jilted, at least. Who knows? But the guide um, was carrying around a book with him when he was giving these stories because people who stayed at the hotel, like, write down uh, their, their ghost stories. And some of them were huh. so fucking funny. Like, I wanted to photocopy it because the way people write about these things is just amazing. So, so fucking funny. But the, uh, the one that they like saved for the end, you know, the big, the big, uh, reveal, big finish, right? Big finish. <laughs> big finish. There was a, a group of sorority, um, sisters who were there. Okay. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kinky numbers. Here you go. <laughs> Eight, three, eight. Anyway, yeah, they <laughs> they were there uh, doing the the ghost package, right? So they all had the, the little meters and shit. <laughs> Probably a pretty nerdy sorority, let's be real. Um, but they caught an image of this young woman looking into a mirror nice. that is in. Now it's like stapled into the book, um, and they like at the end, it's like. And they found this, you know, and it's this picture. And, like, I'm sorry. It was, like, completely underwhelming. Did you again? <laughs> they found this. Ah, nice. Yeah. yeah. It was just, like, uh, and the guy, the guy was so funny. He was, like, really trying to be, like, you know, scientific about it. And he's, like, you know, Photoshop is a really advanced technology, but there is no way that someone could have created this in Photoshop. Impossible. And I was, like, Impossible. are you crazy? That just delegitimized the entire story. Uh, well, we've got Photoshop funny. installed on every computer in this hotel, but <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. The mailman himself couldn't build something else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also on the eighth floor. Um, kind of spooky, oh, right? Oh, eighth floor because of the kinky numbers. That's probably why Ooh. it's haunted. Mm, oh, the sorority yeah, yeah. then three and eight. So, oh, yeah, the kinky number. Ooh, Alex Johns, a dirty, oh dirty man. Ooh. I gotta go spend the night there. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but also on the eighth floor, apparently the way it was originally built. I couldn't quite get my head around this, so, you know. Sure, sure. I don't know. Maybe you guys can can figure it out. But on the way it is right now, it's like hotel rooms on every, like, every wall, right? But it used oh. to be, like, rooms and then shared bathrooms Ugh. yeah but like not you know it wasn't like one big bathroom it was like a couple different ones like so a bathtub one, one big in toilet one room and people and, have to sit along yeah the rim yeah of it. sit around sit around in a circle around the edge yeah <laughs> exactly right that's how they used to build things in the 20s Gross. you know things you know these the gilded age <laughs> yeah well so okay so <clears throat> there was a guy who was like it was a i think part of it was like a resident hotel so the, there was a guy living there hmm. and he um he like no one heard from him for for a few days and they were like oh what the hell happened to to darren or what his name was um and then they go into the bathroom and he had killed himself in the bathtub and no one had found him for a few days so he was just like hanging in there rotting um super gross but apparently people also see him going from a room to the bathroom, like just in that little path, right? Hmm. It must be the worst if you ended up being a ghost and like that was your trajectory. Just like that little path. You don't even get to knock on doors or like fuck people's elevators up. <laughs> You're just like stuck there. How are you going to see Kevin Costner if you never move 
well, out of that little path. To eight, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I bet he does the ghost package every time he's there. The ghost package seems like a good deal. Starts an extra $100? Oh, it's an addition? Yeah, it's not. Uh, okay. It's like you pay for it because you pay to stay. Because the, ho- the website makes it seem, it says package starts at I 99 know. No. And it says accommodation it's- in a reported paranormal room, which to me sounds like that's covering your your room and tax right there. Yeah, no, they're and lying. And then you get the K2 meter. And then you get a $25 dining credit. Not bad. And free valet, they uh, told me. And access to the Sky Bar. See, but you get all that anyway. The Sky mm-hmm. Bar was cool. It was just on the t- top, you know, the roof. It was cool. Huh. Stupid. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm looking up K2 meters. Get one of these bad boys on uh, Amazon Prime boy. here for 60 oh, bucks. Boy. Take it out in the field. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, take it. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't even know. Are they those little ones that have the... Like, I'm imagining when Egon takes <laughs> out the little thing and those lights come off the top and they're like... Ring, 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 that wasn't know? a real thing uh, that he had, but... Yeah, I know, but, like, there are things that are real that people use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it looks like kind of visually similar like a dildo? to a stud finder. Yeah, it's like a big... <laughs> veiny like one of those realistic <laughs> dildos with balls on the end oh yeah yeah i'm not well, sure why those it? are necessary gotta, like, but down. yeah <laughs> but uh, i like just it so it's just so it's like inconspicuous because mm-hmm. if people thought you had a k2 meter they'd be just like what a nerd your pants but if you're just carrying around this big old dildo nobody's gonna give you oh you're on day. floor eight i get it that's a yeah. <laughs> sexy floor <laughs> Oh, yeah, just yeah, give yeah. you a knowing wink and <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Ugh. Cool. Do you uh do you have another one you wanna? I, I have one more that I'll read, but okay. I want you know you to go you know, tit for tat. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Why'd you uh, pick up less of a dipshit this time? <laughs> I'll try my best. It was a good story though. It was <laughs> just that guy sucked. This story comes from Mom's Day Prepper. <laughs> What? M O M S D A Y P R E P P E R. Mom's Day Prepper. Uh, from one year ago. Hold on, on one second. Just gonna, I'm sorry. Mom's Day Prepper? Like, is this person permanently preparing for Mother's All Day? All the time. Uh, Look, Mother's it's Day like is the, the Santa worst Claus holiday. of this person mm, is the yeah, Santa right. Claus <laughs> of Mother's Day. <laughs> That's right. Goes out there good. and then straight back to the workshop. Hey, guys, yep. only 364 Oof. more days TikTok, till the next guys. one. 1-800-Flowers <laughs> isn't going to... Oh, boy. And this okay. one, in That's case funny. anyone's like looking that. for it, it's uh, on the Ask Reddit board, and it is under the thread, what is the scariest ghost story you ever heard? Ooh. Okay. 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 I'm there. I'm there. Mom's Day Prepper. You yeah, got mom's me. Day. Okay. She'll be a mom's day. But pick a different I hobby. Like, I get loving your mom, but like, get over it. Hey, Oedipus you gotta be much? prepared. Okay. You know? <clears throat> Here we go. Mm-hmm. This is a story I do not often tell. I promise mm. sincerely that this has scarred me for life. And although yes. I have looked... <laughs> <laughs> And although I have looked into psychological explanations for what I heard and natural explanations for what occurred, they remain unsatisfactory. Mm. Good start. Mom's day prepper. When I was a child, I was scared of the dark. I swore to my mother I heard voices in it. They weren't evil. 
but they were not familiar, and so they scared me. It was not uncommon in the middle of the night for me to wake up and hear whispers, as I would call them when asking my mom. She figured they were just, you know, bumps in the night and typical kids' nightmare material. I tried often to explain to her that it was more than that, that they sounded different from one another the way that people's voices do. On some nights, I would get so scared from these whispers that I would sleep in my mom's bed with her. Oh, yes. Yeah, so oh, this is, this is here we go. <laughs> Origin story. Yeah, I, I would be scarred for life. You know, we're, I don't like the path this is going down, yeah, but boy. okay. Yeah, sorry. Mom's a tripper, huh? Again, I, got, I gotta say, I read it the night before. Didn't pick up on this. <laughs> it's like that sex room all over again. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, ooh, the sex room. Yeah, oh, I want to yeah. hear more stories from that yeah, anonymous yeah. listener. Hey, listener, you're on notice. Yeah. You're on blast. It doesn't have to be a ghost story. It can be a sex story Just, about yeah, parents. You, anytime you were in that room again, uh, yeah. you saw anything. Or maybe, yeah, were your parents there? I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, how, what were they wearing? Hapa, okay. hapa. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> on some nights, I would get so scared. Oh, right. Did that. Okay. Oh, uh, it Jesus. was an added bonus that the bathroom was directly outside of her bedroom door for my late night tinkles. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I should add at this point. That when walking out into the hall to go to the bathroom, you looked directly down the stairs that would lead you into my living room on the first floor, as my mom's bedroom was on the second floor. On one such night, around Christmas, I awoke and felt the need to relieve myself. I walked out from the door and distinctly heard the phrase, Look! And to my astonishment, a red light, almost like a spotlight, was cast upon the wall at the very bottom of the stairs. The red light had no visible source. It was by itself, and I was transfixed by it. Being a little kid, and it only being a few days from Christmas, I knew what that light was. It was Santa. How else could he get into the house to know I was being a good boy? Oh, oh dear. I was so excited I began walking down the stairs to greet him, picking up my pace after the second step as it began to creep off the wall and fade into the darkness in my living room. I guess the light faded. Uh, poorly written. <clears throat> mm, That's when I heard him. A very strong masculine voice, different from the first. Not at all like my father's. Not to say he is a masculine. It was just distinctly different. It said, Stop Oh, make sure you put that right caveat now. in there. <laughs> Go back up those stairs. I listened, turned around, and what happened next? I'm not sure I would believe if someone told me the same story. After reaching the top of the stairs, I heard a very loud crash that sent me running back to my mother's bed where I jumped straight under the covers and stayed the whole night. When we awoke the next morning, the poinsettia lights, little Christmas flower lights that glowed red, my mother had put on the railing down the stairs were pulled straight down to the bottom of the stairs, some broken from what seemed like a forceful tear, lying in a single pile. The dry sink in my living room had fallen from the wall. My mother could not explain it. My father was worried we'd been victims of a home invasion. My sister was crying. There was nothing missing, nobody had broken in, and there did not seem to be any reason this had happened. And then I saw it, and I kept quiet about it because I was so afraid that I would not force words out of my mouth. There, on the edge of the wooden dry sink, which had been facing up, were three indentations where the finish on the wood had been worn, almost as if in a forceful grip. Something down there had grabbed it and thrown it down. That was what the bang was. I was mortified. After that day, I never heard a single voice again. I don't like to imagine what was waiting downstairs for me that night, Mm. if it was anything at all, but I can tell you that the reality was that something had physically acted upon two things in my house near the bottom of that stairwell. After this, I'd never heard another whisper again. Which is sad, because in some ways I would have liked to thank the man 
masculine energy, question mark, that had stopped me from going down those stairs. This happened when I was seven, or seven and a half as I like to say at the time. I'm 20 years old now, and because of this incident, I'm still afraid of the dark, especially shadowy stairwells. Yeah, Ugh. it's not a bad story. No, not it's actually story. quite well written, I must say, except for that one fucking flub. And also the part that he's like fucking his mom. <laughs> I wasn't cool with that either. Hey, um, guy, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, like, you need to stop preparing for Mother's Day and need to go to a therapist. Figure out your life. Uh, so, okay, I was I was talking while you were reading. I'm sorry. Wow. Um, so the part, so he's following, somebody told him to look at the lights. So he's looking at the light. And he's like, hee, hee, hee. And he's running down the stairs. And then somebody yelled at him to go back up the stairs. Yeah. But the, the voice yeah. yelling at him wasn't the evil thing. It was like a warning. It was a loud, masculine voice. Unlike his father, who, don't get me yeah. wrong. <laughs> no, man. that's what I was all talking about. like, oh, better. You know, yeah, right. It said, stop right now. Go back up those stairs. I'm all man. Get in bed with your mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that was good. I liked that one. You're welcome. Mom's Day Prepper, whatever, you know, weird things he has going on in his life, at least he's on a He's probably like working, in the, working at the South Pole right now. Got the elves <laughs> cranking stuff out. <laughs> Another Mother's Day is right South around the corner. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Okay, so in addition to Rapid City, we also went to Deadwood. Deadwood is in the Black Hills. The Black Hills are gorgeous, super cool. Deadwood, I thought, was going to be tight because it was going to be like a historical town, and I really liked that show. It was not cool. It was like, <laughs> it really, it was such a bummer, man. So it was like, um, I mean, pretty well preserved. I guess it used to be a ghost town, which would have been cool and really spooky because it's definitely like in the hills. Um the setting is beautiful anyway um it it isn't it's just like casinos and like slot machines and every in every business everywhere every hotel the whole thing that kind of sucked sounds fun (laughs) yeah while we were there though it was cool there was like a a huge group of motorcycle people and they bikers as they're called motorcycle people like centaurs of some sort (laughs) yeah yeah they're half man half motorcycle wouldn't that be cool mm-hmm. yeah god yeah yes. that would be Sign cool yeah yeah definitely like lady gaga on the cover of uh born like this sure yeah not resonating I, no i don't you know okay <laughs> so up, Lindsay. <laughs> lady gaga i like for i think she's smart i think she's a good advocate for lgbt and like all kinds of different stuff I, her music though i think is super boring mm, don't mm, i don't get mm, it mm. anyway okay mm. but so in deadwood at the time there was this huge group of um motorcycle people and they it was like but people who had uh done like specialty things to their bikes and it was like a sort of a parade a little bit hmm. so it was cool as hell anyway just giving you some background of this place Thank um you. but i found a very good ghost story online from deadwood Go and on. I, thought, I thought i would read it to you um it's a little bit long so i'm sorry about that oh, but boy. we'll do do my best here Okay. In 2000, my wife and I stayed at the F Hotel in Deadwood on the second oh, yeah, floor. I like the sound of that. <laughs> well, I bet they did. Well, <laughs> right. They went to downtown. Um, we stayed I should at tell the you, F Hotel on floor there is 69. No, <laughs> there is no F Hotel in Deadwood, but there are like two hotels in Deadwood, and the F one, I'm pretty sure it's either the Franklin or the Fairmont. So this is really funny uh, that he tried to anonymize it. Yeah. Anyway, okay, 
stayed at Deadwood uh, or F Hotel in Deadwood on the second floor. It was our first of many trips to the F. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> first, let me explain a little bit about myself. I come from a long line of spooky people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whose spirits come back and manifest. My father's side of the family is a spiritual link to one another in which family members let each other know of their passing. Hmm. I personally have had... Thoughtful. Yeah, that's cool. I've hey, had a number... Uh, little nephew Jenny, uh, I just wanted to let you know I'm dead. Uh, this is your <laughs> Uncle Mort. And uh, yeah, oh boy. I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Tell your mom. <laughs> Tell your mom. <laughs> you don't I call her enough. <laughs> Mom's day prepper has the whole thing down. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, nailed it. Great call. I per- <laughs> yeah, woo. I personally have had a number of ghostly experiences in my life, but none more startling than the ones I've had in Deadwood. My mother only believes in ghosts due to the constant spiritual activity around her while married to my father. She claims that <laughs> she has not had yeah, only those. The she claims <laughs> She claims that she has not had one ghostly happening since they divorced. Oh, uh, wow. She got more than money in that uh, settlement. Hey, yo. She honestly thinks that my dad and his family are some sort of gateway to the afterlife. Hmm. I am college educated, level headed, and am open to any possibilities. However, I also thought that those. (laughs) I'm a phoenix. Oh, we're such elitist dicks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) However, I also thought that those with outlandish outlander what just kidding but oh those with outlandish ghostly experiences were either lying or crazy i have always secretly hoped that i did not have the spiritual properties that my family displays my wife has also never had a ghostly experience up to this point in deadwood during a five-day stay at the hotel back when it was a cool historic hotel we had two separate experiences. Wait, is it After, not a cool historic hotel? It's anymore? still a historic hotel. I don't know. It's maybe not it cool was be- maybe before it got like before like a million out. slot machines. I mean, uh, the slot machine thing was crazy. Nice. Yeah, but this hotel was actually really pretty. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a nice little roof deck for a cocktail. Regular or rosemary Dewitt of hotels, right? That's right. Oh boy, classy, beautiful. Mm. Uh. Oh boy, jeez. She's definitely an eight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. I meant her sexy body. (laughs) Terrible. She's a kinky number eight, baby. Oh, okay. Okay. After leaving Callahan's and walking across the side street one evening, we both heard bootsteps. Not footsteps, bootsteps. Kinky boots. Complete with spurs right on our heels as soon as we hit the sidewalk after crossing the street. He does this a lot, just as a prep. The wife and I. Hmm. (laughs) The wife and I. Wifey and me. Oh, God. (laughs) The wife and I used to be partiers. I want to hear that story. Who had made our friends with reenactment actors in Deadwood and had bought drinks for one another at a number of bars during our stay. Side note. We got to Deadwood in time for a uh, shootout reenactment that was scheduled, and we were really excited about it. Is this like, you enjoy. or the story? Me. Oh. I was saying side a side note. Oh, me and the mailman. Me and the mailman hopped sorry. in a car to Deadwood because we wanted to go. Anyway, the, the shootout reenactment. The people got to the street, and then they were like, it's canceled. They were all dressed <laughs> up, and it was oh. canceled. And we were like, oh, this town sucks. Are you anyway. kidding me? 
Yeah, are you fucking kidding me? Do you think I didn't like, pay any money for this at all. Do you think they're like set up with squibs and stuff? No. No. Okay. Not no. that kind of a show. It probably no. was terrible, but I really wanted it to happen, and then it didn't. Oh God, this story is already long. Okay, these. This is actually good. So I'm just. We need to get this. So, uh, maybe. Unlike my Don't, stories, which we can no, really no. Interrupt. I just mean like Fuck. no. Those were good too. Yeah, you I'm know what? Ugh. <laughs> anyway, go the ahead. End of this stupid fucking podcast. Uh, the wife and I looked at one another in amazement without looking back at first. We both decided to turn around to see who was trailing us. And when we turned, the boot steps stopped and nobody was there. Ooh. I kind of smiled at her and told her that one of our actor buddies was messing with us. There was no other explanation. I turned and ran around the corner behind us to catch them in the act. However, nobody was there. Wow. My wife was spooked, and I wrote it off as an elaborate plank, prank. Plank? And even an elaborate plank. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> there was a ghost planking. <laughs> Look at me. Check it out, guys. Still, yeah. This is still cool, right? It's <laughs> still cool. Uh, yeah, and even search the nearby businesses for speakers or something that would create this experience. It did not scare me, as there had to be some sort of explanation as to what happened. Level-headed. He put level-headed in parentheses. <sighs> He's a phoenix, okay? He's level-headed. He's not a phoenix. I just added that. Okay. He might then two nights... Yeah, he might be. Then two nights later, my wife and I took to the streets for another night on the town of drinking and gambling. We shut the town down and decided to retire to our room on the second floor of the hotel. We entered the front door, which had a bell on it at the time. The place was dead. <gasps> Ding! Pun intended. Oh, no. Yeah. Not one person on the streets, and not one on the gaming floor. Nor was there an employee to be found in the lobby. It was 3.30 in the morning. As we began to head up the grand staircase, we heard someone come in the front door of the hotel. I asked the wife, who just came in the door? There was not even anybody on the streets or in the lobby. Just so everybody knows, there was no one on the streets or in the lobby. Mm -hmm, He just mm -hmm. says it over and over again. She replied, hmm, strange. Hmm. We both could very clearly hear boot steps heading toward the staircase. When we made it to the first landing on the staircase and began up the second flight of steps, I looked over the staircase, but still nobody was there. The footsteps were very clearly heard by both of us on the marble floor and ascending onto the staircase. I did not want to spook the wife, so I kept quiet. However, my wife asked, Who is that? I replied, I have no idea. At this point, we made it to the creepy floor. <laughs> Why would I know that, you fucking bitch? <laughs> this guy. Ugh. I'm a phoenix. We made it to the creaky floorboard in front of the staircase on the second floor. However, the r- old rickety staircase was still shaking with every footstep of the odd visitor. We both turned around to see what it was coming at us up the stairs. Each footstep could be clearly heard heading directly at us on the carpeted staircase. Both backed up when whenever it was got to the top step. And sure enough, we even saw the carpet depress on the creaky floorboard where whatever it was stopped in front of us. Hmm. Floorboard creaked just as when we stepped on it, except the visitor did not move from that spot. I have always said that I would not be one to run or show fear if something like this would ever happen to me. So I confronted it. I stepped face to face with whatever it was oh, and waved my hand. <laughs> <laughs> what degree do you have? <laughs> <laughs> waved my hand through the air where the creaky floorboard and carpet was still depressed. 
spot there was extremely cold and damp as opposed to the yeah. warmth of the rest of the hotel <laughs> and my damn. wife's sexy body. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the hair stood up on the back of my neck and I told the wife, get to the roof now. Yeah, boy, what a <laughs> we both hero. <laughs> we both ran full sprint to the hotel room. This occurred directly in front of the room in which the former owner resided. By the way, Mr. Owner is one of the nicest and friendliest people I've ever met. We even shared drinks and cigars earlier in the day on the veranda. He made a wonderful first visit to the hotel. Oh, great. <laughs> Side note, I rose from the bed at 6.30 the next morning without ever sleeping. Oh, I bet. <laughs> this experience has greatly affected myself and my wife. It is still hard for her to talk about the experience to this day. As much as I would have loved to find a rational explanation for this ghostly experience, I could not find one. It reaffirmed that whatever followed us down the street earlier that week was no hoax either. Likely not the same spirit, however, as the one on the street had on spurs. <laughs> and oh, yet the one on the smart. staircase did not. Maybe he took him off when he went inside. Yeah, and he probably realized you could hear him, and he's like, oh, shit, my spurs. Take you know, these, and took I'm going to take these goddamn spurs off. I'm going to take these goddamn spurs off. Okay, this, it's almost over. I stayed there again oh, on the boy. same floor numerous times since, and I've actually tried to recreate the experience to no avail. I shared this story with a nice young lady at the Deadwood Chamber of Commerce <laughs> who said that her friend used to be the housekeeper there and had the same experience. What? Three years later, when my wife's sister died in a car accident, a number of things such as this began to happen around our house, which leads me to believe that I have the same spiritual gift as my family. Now my wife believes that I, too, am a gateway to the other side, as my mother believed about my father. Just wanted to share this experience. Wish you hadn't. <laughs> yeah. No, that's pretty good, I guess. Yeah. I feel like uh, I don't really buy that the carpet depressed and all that stuff. Like, it would be a better story without that detail, because that makes me think that you're full of shit. You weren't there. Oh, you goddamn sissy liquor. I'm right here. I'm the ghost. <laughs> He's level-headed, okay? I saw that phoenix and I... <laughs> <laughs> My biscuits got burned. I'm real upset. Biscuits. Oh, boy. Yep. All right. Uh-huh. Oh, we really did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you, wait. So do you have any other terror, tales of terror? Oh. Um, You're right, yeah. sir. I better... No. <laughs> I did have one that I was going to save uh, for another time, but I thought it was pretty good. I'm just going to kind of do it now. So um, my uh, we we went on a ghost tour in Boulder, but um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. we went, I was talking to uh, my dad's friend who came on the trip, right? And she said she said that uh, there was a ghost at her school, the the school that she works in. She's a tutor, mm-hmm. and she she said. Like a t- she's a, yeah, she's a wow. four door. Hey, no, I meant like the Tudor family. Tudor, like the family. <sighs> she's like a tutor for kids with dyslexia. You dick. Anyway, she was there late at night, and the only other guy there was the guy who was like installing tiles or something. Hmm. And there's this one room she doesn't like to go in, and they they have a name for him, and I forget what it was. It made the story more interesting. I forget though. <laughs> I think it was the mailman. Uh, anyway. She said one night she was there and Tyler was there and she was like crossing across the room and there was like their games in one of the rooms for mm-hmm. the kids like in downtime and there was a pool table and she said that as she was passing pool it, table. what 
what kind of establishment is this <laughs> pool table? I don't know. Dayton is fucking high class. There's okay? a billiard room in there. And, yeah. you know, first <laughs> yeah. drinks free. And Colonel and, Mustard. Is, yeah. Uh, and she passed it and the all the balls on the table started like running into each other and like Ooh. hitting the other walls and like oh, 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 oh the balls are going crazy. Click, clack, and she click, sprinted clack. through and she's like I'll never I'll never be in that room again. So the game room is haunted? I guess. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, if I were a ghost, that's probably where I'd hang out too. Yeah, I know, Jesus. Rack them up, guys. Come on. <laughs> do I'll do it myself. For eternity. Uh, boy. Oh god. <laughs> I'm going to get really good at pool. Yeah, you'd think I'd get better at this by now. (laughs) They'll suck. Balls are just rolling all over the place. I'm the worst. (laughs) Can't hold one of those sticks. You know, can I just say, today, speaking of historical movies, I'm kind of missing Outlander. I hadn't really thought about it, like, at all since the last episode we watched. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, like, yeah. We've been having so much fun, even in its absence. Of course. But, like, man... What's going to happen? <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. probably going to get canceled before season two airs. You know, That's my bet. Well, I part uh, even though I want those people to be successful, part of me really wants it to not have a third season. Mm-hmm. Because that third book was... Real stinker, huh? So weird. It was not... It was off, off the rails. Like, no. Uh-uh. No way. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Second book, they might be able to get something out of it, but that third book, oof. Oh, brother. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Great podcast, yeah. Yeah. and uh, stay tuned for the best of. Maybe I don't know when I'm gonna get around to that. Uh, Ooh. Also, stay tuned for the Boulder stories when we um, come back. Have some good ones from Boulder. It's like Boulder Dash, but Boulder Dash. Boulder Dash. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. It's a bunch of nonsense about Boulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. Mm. <laughs> Done it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, see ya.